Hello and welcome to episode 79 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and someone I've not seen in almost a week, Mark. Mm, long time no see. Cheers, yeah. Thanks to my incompetence. I hardly recognised you. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, recipe ideas, short stories, nostalgic confectionery, knitting patterns, goat herding, sex, drugs, no rock, just the roll, uh, snacks, hacks, and six packs, tips, tricks, and getting a fucking grip. <laughs> Sounds like the Michael Barrymore rap. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, we'll play it sometime. Sounds awful. I don't think I want to hear it. He had a there's a there's a clip going round on his show. Like it's called something like Michael Barrymore does music or something. <laughs> I don't know, right. destroys music. <laughs> but he had um, a gospel band on called Remission, which I don't think is a good name for no. any band. No. But between each sort of chorus, he does a Coolio rap. No. With new words no. on. No, But there's other things that happen, which I might mention later on. I've just been hearing about it on a... Sounds horrendous. Mm. We're a work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. Short is a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, madness, madness. and our work here is done, please subscribe to us, and blah, 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 Do blah, stuff. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up, what have we got? Uh, warm up and stretch, catch up. We've got a whole week's worth of catching up, Mark. Mm. Um, work-life ballet, motivation and accountability. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're looking brown, Mark. You're looking yeah. um, tanned. You're looking. You're, you're wearing your tight clothes again, which is good. Back to normal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've been wandering the moors. Have you? Mm. Oh. Wandering around Dartmoor. Yeah. Did you find anything? Did um, you find the Bodmin almost, Beast. Almost got the Bodmin Beast. No, it's not. It's That's probably Bodmin Moor. I'm guessing. I don't Exmoor know. Exmoor Beast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's all the same. It all joins well, up, doesn't it? Here we go. Um, Arthur Conan Doyle was inspired to write The Hand of the Baskervilles after visiting Dartmoor. Right. This is why our numbers are going up. Is this a joke? <laughs> I was waiting for the rest of it. Is that no, it? That's it. Okay, yeah. Looks like it's quite it's quite a moving down there, isn't it? Quite moving. Yeah. You know, kind of stirring. I went and looked at the prison. Looked I was going to say, door. did you kind of uh, look at the front door? I've almost wanted you know, to go, go in me. and go. Remember <laughs> me? Remember the mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> I did leave a few. Th- I left. I left a fucking container in another prison. I'll tell you about this. I think you did, like a like a shipping container. Shipping container. We got it... Um, Let's be careless of you. We got it craned in. <laughs> yeah. Ridic- well, to, be, to be fair, if you're leaving, I'm like, oh, I'm going to crane that bad boy out. It yeah. just sounds like work. Yeah. And probably at your expense. But when it was craned in, <laughs> they craned it in to start with, put it down and had some footings and foundations. And then someone came out, one of the governors came out and went, it can't go there. Can't park that there, mate. <laughs> and we all went, why? And he went... Because they could jump from there over the fence. So there's a 12-foot fence right. with oh, barbed wire at the top. Right by the fence, right by the... And if you were fucking Bob Beeman... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could take you got a more up-to-date reference, Mark, <laughs> for those who were born this century. <laughs> well, who's more up-to-date than Bob Beeman in the world of triple jumping? Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> uh, Craig Rutherford. Do you mean Greg? His yeah, brother, him. The long jumper. Same fucking thing. <laughs> Greg, Craig, it's the same thing. Anyways, so we had to shift it a couple of feet because they reckoned that the right. residents... Oh, actually, they're not residents. What are they called now? Wayner told me. They're not allowed Guests. to be... No, it might be residents, actually. <laughs> Guests not of Her Majesty. To, yeah, they're not allowed to be told. And you can't swear at them anymore and you can't call them by their surnames. Prisoners, this is. Oh, so you've got to be like polite to them and you know, call them by their first name and... Mm. Good well, morning. I think they're called... Good morning, John. How's it all going? <laughs> Rather than, you know, Credo, get up, you scumbag, <laughs> you slag. Oh, I don't know where that Happy from. days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, isn't, is, is, is there anything special about the door? Have we no. talked about the 
dark. Oh, it's just a door. Is it big door? Yeah, it's, it's like door. on. Um, it's one of those porridge. Um, UPV <laughs> porridge when they open the big door and they, <laughs> yeah. they go through. Yeah, it's yeah. big and wooden. Then because it's Napoleonic, they had. Um, I'm saying, is it like a castle? Isn't it like a like a old proper? Well, being Napoleonic, I guess it'd be old and yeah. fortified. I guess it's like 1700s because Napoleonic Wars was like so 1812 you. or something. <laughs> I can't even be asked to look that up. Just after six. <laughs> yeah. So didn't they kind of, didn't find you suspicious, you wandering around? You're allowed to. With your phone? <laughs> You're allowed to. It's like so these taking... people um, filming outside police stations. Have you seen yeah, this? Yeah. They just yeah. film and wait for a copper to yeah. come out and go, oh, he's got, what he's, are you doing? He's got an Instagram account. Yeah. He just goes, I'm allowed to film. And they're like, you are, but you've been really annoying. <laughs> he's going like, you've got, got, you got an issue with it. But he's just like, yeah, what, 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 what? Can I have your, yeah, then he goes, can I have your, uh, can I have your number? Can I see your identity card? And they're like, oh God, he's here every day. That is where you, that, that is where if you were someone coming out, it's no, all he wants you to do is be confrontational. Yeah, just go, so hey, come out and, just be nice to him. Yeah, yeah. take him a cake. He'll go away then. Yeah, and then you can't show that video because he doesn't want to show the video of the police being nice. So. Absolutely right. They haven't caught on. Mm. Uh, what else did you get up to? Anything? Do you any running across the moors? Didn't run. I ran, well, I, I skirted some cows after last year's experience. Yeah. Oh, what? Okay. You know, I was yeah, yeah, attacked cow. by cows. Attacked. Hold on. <laughs> Were you? Yes, seriously. Attacked. Come yes. On. You mean they might have moved slightly aggressively? No, and... moved. <laughs> uh, no, they ran at me. I had to leap over a barbed wire fence. I got. I think you never. Have you talked about this on the pod? That's brilliant content. How are you leaving it to now? <laughs> I put it on an Insta just... story when I put cartoon faces on the cows. Can you uh, not remember? Hardly. What they attacked you? Yes. Whatever. They were bullocks, heifers. <laughs> They'd be rude. It's like boy cows. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> Bulls. Cows without udders and without willies. Cows with cocks. Yeah. Without what? What, some kind of in-between? Like hem- Don't hermaphrodite? They... <laughs> Self-seeding some cows. Some kind of transgender bovine. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're on they about. They attacked me. Like, seriously went for me. Did I they? Could, Did they actually touch you? They were within... I could, like, see mean... their nostrils flaring. <laughs> I can see a nostril at 20 paces. And their cows, I was covered in cow spit. Literally, I leapt over. Covered in cows? This is yeah. getting better. I was drowning in frothing <laughs> you, didn't put that on oh. you didn't put that on Instagram. I've even got a picture of that. I literally leapt over this barbed wire and it ripped through my quad. All right. We're on a quad bike. What are we doing on that? <laughs> this, is, this story's getting it's up. the only way I could get away from the cows. <laughs> yeah, that's They chased me and I broke into a shop, got a yeah, quad bike and we finally got away from them. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah, that's a real story. That was in lockdown one. (laughs) So nothing happened on this trip? No, but there were cows there that could have attacked me. Right, they could have. Right, okay. But everything was fine. Nothing to... (laughs) Um, We're desperate for content, Mark. Come on, make this... (laughs) Just make something up. Part of it was quite boggy. Okay. Um, Did you just kind of think for a minute you might sink and then no one see you? I had a new pair of walking boots and we discussed this when I went down to Devon, didn't I, last year? And I was walking in my shorts and... Mm. Flip flops. Oh, so you actually invested in some proper yeah. boots. Yeah, and you fucked them up already, have you? They were good. Adidas. Adidas walking boots. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. So I think you could run in them as well. <laughs> That's what. You, who gets Adidas walking boots? You get Peter Storm or High Tech or a, something. I'm a brand ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, that reminds me. I was in a, a M&S again. Uh, yeah. At the weekend. <laughs> you were into so, M&S again. What? Yeah. S and M. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you did. I was just helping the listeners out. Yeah, um, it's an anagram. Looking at some comfortable <laughs> comfortable trousers again. 
Mm-hmm. I've got my I've got my mind some elastic trout, right? Uh. Right. I know what you're going to say, and it occurred to me while I was looking at these these trousers. Yeah, they're, they're not like like farrers with stretchy waistbands. I'm mm-hmm. not quite there yet. These are kind of jeans, but they're kind of stretchy, right? Yeah, relaxing when you've had a big pizza, you know. But you were saying, I'd, I think your words were um, shoot me when I was talking. That's what I said when. Oh, basic, if I get anything yeah, from M and You would rather be shot. Than have anything certainly elasticated. Yeah. Then I was just thinking, you literally live in elasticated clothes, Mark. You you cannot, you cannot, you've very yeah. rarely seen in right. Look at you. You've literally been held in by all the <laughs> elastic, right? I was just, yeah. It just dawned on me. In, in this There's more plastic game, on what? me than in the oceans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, oh, what a hypocrite! Honestly, yeah. Your list of your Mister Elasticated, isn't there? I mean, the no. There's no difference. It's what. Oh, Elastigirl. Yeah. Yeah. You keep referencing that film. It's probably because the only one you've seen. Mm. Um, so anything else that new? So you walked on the moors and that was nice. We had the lads weekend. I told them I was taping the whole thing <laughs> on voice recorder. Right. I wish I had. Yeah. It'd be a long pod. Yeah, you, but... didn't, yeah, you didn't record anything. No content. No. Well, well, it just... was, well, it was nice to know they missed me and it was a shit weekend they... because I wasn't there. I mean, that's nice to know. They that's did nice miss to you. Hear. There was a lot of love for you, actually. Oh, they were okay. very caring. Yeah, it was a caring weekend, actually, by their standards. What we're going to come on to later, I think, when we're talking about motivation and accountability is that we went to Bournemouth, which is a sort of shining light, sort of a shining light of holiday resorts, isn't it? It's not seen as sort of... It's not It's not your, uh, your Burnham-on-Sea. It's a little bit I would more ra- a market. Oh, or would you rather have gone to Burnham? You're going to get some mail from that. Leave that in. I won't say any more, but I well, guarantee I'm to think, you... I, get... I'm trying to think of all your network, and I don't think anyone lives in Burnham. There's a big fan of Burnham who listens. And by the way... Is, Burn... she, is, she, is she the one that um, that lives quite nearby? No. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's claim to fame. It's it's um, selling what? point on its website, if you look it up, is um, home to Britain's shortest peer. What? Like a lord? Well, it's it's high. Geoffrey <laughs> <laughs> Archer to be kneecapped. Yeah, three foot six. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah but it, it isn't really a claim to fame come to a seaside resort mm. and the pier can be covered in yeah. about that's a classic take, take a long walk off our shortest pier yeah, yeah. that's mm. good yeah it would be better you should it? be into marketing well there you go um where were we it was a good weekend oh yeah and shine, shining no, no, being bournemouth. bournemth being the shining light there were just one or two examples firstly hold on so shining oh you're going to come on to yeah i just thought i thought it's not necessarily at market but it's not grungy you just described it as zombie land it was dystopian. It was like it was like Shaun of the Dead, oh. but with less laughs. Because you guys were. What <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Shaun of the over fifty fives? In our first cafe, we went. There was someone playing saxophone. Mm. I did record this actually, mm. um, playing saxophone in the background, but played without a breath a medley of tunes, like circular breathing. Literally, yeah, yeah, did not stop going from one song. But we had that balanced against five or six people. This is about 10 in the morning. Very, very high on drugs mm. with the biggest, I was going to say beatbox. That makes me sound old, but the biggest. You are old. What are they called nowadays? Stereos. That's even older, isn't it? Ghetto blasters. Oh, it had Dolby. <laughs> <laughs> but like they a were, portable one or like a Yeah, a portable PA. one, but oh, it was okay. almost like a PA. And they were paying like. Really hardcore drum and bass. Right. Sitting in this cafe drinking cider. Okay. So the medley of the two weren't... Doesn't sound very Bournemouth, does no. it? And then later on that evening, we were we just sat down because we couldn't get into anywhere because of... Oh, really? COVID. <laughs> um, 
hadn't occurred to me. And we were just sitting watching, and I'm not, I'm not minimising this, and I'm not making fun, I'm not going, it just surprised me because it almost seemed to me more a reflection of how my past, and there was a couple of people basically mainlining lighter fuel in their mouth, just like a massive thing of lighter fuel, not even like a little one, a great big aerosol, really? just like getting completely wasted on it. Blimey. And there was a lot of drug use wherever we were going. Or just was, out in the open? Yeah, yeah, five in the afternoon. But there was a lot of people really off their heads and it just felt, hmm. I don't know, it seemed... And not in a, woo, weekend, summer, yeah. it was just a bit more bit more edgy. Yeah, more, and it, it was just, there was a lot of places shut down, lots of places weren't opening, mm. there was loads of signs saying we can't get any staff, so we're yeah. shut. It was like we went to one place and there was like about 10 empty tables and they went, no, they're all booked. And we went, but there's no one sitting on them. Yeah. And they went, but they're booked. Yeah. Yeah, can we wait 10 minutes and if no one comes, can we have them? And yeah, a bit stressful for people who work in those places. You, there's an element of some people don't want to come back to work. Some people find, you know, difficult to get yeah. staff back in. But also yeah. when you, who would want to come in and do that with all yeah. the things you've got to think about? Yeah. I mean, we're probably going all the service levels of drops and stuff, but it's not just about remembering what, what table seven's having. Yeah. It's all the other crap you've got to do, making sure everything's, all everything's cleaned down and the regulations and you've got make sure everyone's tracking it's just well we went who to would want that the pub right we went now? to we we were sitting in the beer garden they had tvs out in the beer garden we were sitting on the beer garden we'd all been sitting down drinking and because we're old like everyone's joints were seizing up so we left our glasses on the table and stood up next to the table and a woman came over and said like sorry the manager's asked me to sit down and i went but this is a total we're old and we're stretching yeah right. <laughs> this is a totally open and I, I wasn't going to cause an argument. I wasn't going to go. Oh. You, you're stood up just to have a drink. You mean? Cause we were standing up just to stand just up chat. to stretch. Right, okay. We weren't drinking. <laughs> right. Just it was literally. It, oh, let's God. just stand. We've been sitting for you're two not and a half. To stand. No. And she went. You can't stand. And I went. But we're not drinking. Yeah. And she said, "You can't stand." That's what I mean. You're I just mean, not. You're but in it's a position open. where you've it got, wasn't any roof or anything. Is that position where you, you've got to say it? You probably run the risk of yeah. being shut down. You don't want to be. No one wants to be saying that. So you can see why people don't yeah, want to go to work. We weren't going to right? get funny with, and we understand. But yeah, the interesting but, thing for me was when I watched the England match, mm. and obviously forty thousand people standing for mm. the whole thing. I read it, and it's one of the test events. Mm. And when you go in, it's various things. You have to be tested. You have to be double vaccinated. Blah 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 mm. blah. And one of the things is you have to have a mask on, except when you're sitting. So if it's a test event and 40,000 people are standing for the whole match, yeah. it isn't a test event. No, you're right. No, you're right. Because what are they testing? If the rules are you've got to be sitting. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... I like it when you do these things because you're bang on. You're like, yeah. But the rules are, nonsense. we're going to see what happens for the spread when people yeah. have masks when they're stood up. So people have gone, had a really good time, enjoyed themselves and may have caught something. Yeah. Just like every other every other Saturday afternoon yeah. down the football. You know what I mean? It's been like that for centuries, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. People going out and But how are you something. going to test it if your your yeah. framework for the test is we're going to test people sitting down? Well, you you need you need the, the uh the control, control group, yeah. don't you? You need mm. another Wembley yeah. <laughs> where you're doing things differently or by the book, you know. Yeah. And then compare and contrast, right? Yeah, it's bullshit. So you've got to trace forty thousand people who would have given false addresses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going into a pub and they're going, have you got the app? I said, no, I haven't got the app. Can I have your name and address and mobile number? Like, who is going to give that mm. in this day and age, giving it? Got someone chatting you up. I know it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. normally go, yes, please, love. <laughs> Last thing on the chatting up, there was a hen party who approached, and you know in our group, we've got one or two suave and sophisticated. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so the hen group were naturally attracted to, to Tuvs and his natural charm. 
And um, <laughs> anyway, long story short, the bride-to-be asked Tufts how old he was. Mm. And I think he said 35 or something, which Lying he Lying git. Yeah. And she went, oh, that's no good. And he, oh. I think he was going... Oh, shit. Which number should I have Yeah, got? yeah. <laughs> 36. And <laughs> keep going until... <laughs> no, no, I'm wrong. I remember now. I'm 40... Yeah. Anyway, she went, she went, I'm looking for someone for my mum or my aunt. And then she saw... So that me. wouldn't put him off. <laughs> and she looked at me and I thought, like... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like... I can imagine you had the same grin you've got now. But the funny why I'm laughing is that every time we went to a cafe, Wayne and Tubbs were calling me Pops or Dad. Oh, right. And so we were at one cafe where Tubbs said, excuse me, I left you have a blanket for my dad. <laughs> and another pub where they were going like, you can't be here for long because we're blah, blah, blah. And he went, it's all right, he has to be back to the care home shortly. <laughs> and this guy goes, oh, have you got your bus pass? And I went, Yeah. <laughs> And sparked him out, obviously. Yeah, totally. With me Zimmer. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, um, I don't know where I am, Mark. I was just kind of getting lost in your tales there. Um, do you want to the difference between a coral and a sponge? <laughs> well, you're not bothered. You can't, you can't suck a coral, I guess. Excuse me? Well, you'd break your teeth, wouldn't you? You could. We were talking about them, weren't you? Weren't they drinking dirty bath water out of them? There's no, there's no cowboys at the OK Sponge. Oh, yeah, very good. That isn't good. It's just contrived. All right, well, no, don't comment on something. You're like, oh, you know, no, can't no, win with I, you. I've done this a lot Contrived. Recently. I've come up with things like that you. people, they're not laugh out loud. People go, oh, yeah, very clever. And it's like, I wish I hadn't said that. What are you that. saying? You're losing your edge? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm almost being... You're not funny I'm, anymore. I'm, no, you? I'm being too funny. I'm being like... Oh, right. You're being too clever. Yeah. Is this, these yeah, jokes too... Too, good, too, too big for your boots. <laughs> are these jokes too rich for our listeners' blood? Is yes. that what you're saying? They're lost. Yeah. Get over yourself. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, and when you got over yourself, come back and we'll, do, we'll try again. All right? The best quote from I the... I can wait. To... Just however long it takes, go get over yourself. The best quote from the weekend was someone explaining that they um, had quite a fierce temper. And he went, I can go from naught to zero just like that. <laughs> Amazing. I went, that isn't a temper. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, there are a difference between corals and sponges. Yeah, there's massive change. Yeah, they're ridiculously well, on, different. That's well, like on, saying, tell, tell what's the difference different. between a, a jackal and a hippo? Would you like to tell us? Sponges are a living organism. They're both living, living, living organisms. That's not a difference. Yeah, but a sponge can move. Right. Corals can as free, well. Has free really... will. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go on then. I I, it, don't be like that. I just think it's a strange... What? Comparison. All right. Go on then. Come on with you. Just sparky. <laughs> oh, so I can't be asked to do this, Mark. No. I'm tired. <laughs> So motivation and accountability. You're bringing this to the party, but I, I was just reading up on it, and um, they're different things. Obviously, is that where you were gonna? Yeah, is that where you're gonna Spot go? Spot on. Okay, it sounded like obvious when I said it, but they're grouped what, what, together, aren't they? Yeah, and they're 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 very like different you, things. It's like anxiety and depression are linked mm. together. Yeah, and we had that discussion before, didn't we? That anxiety is hot and depression is cold. Mm. But I think one of the good examples I found was a very simple example. Was um, think of motivation as the reason, the why you want to do something mm -hmm. and accountability ends up being the mechanism by which we make it happen 
which is the how. Yeah. As a little example, the alarm clock that gets you up in the morning is not the motivation to get up. It's the backstop that someone puts in to hold themselves accountable for getting out of bed. Mm -hmm. The motivation is to be on time or to go for that run before you go to work. Yes. As a little example. Yeah. I think the only thing I'd add, I agree with what you've just said, I think the only thing I'd add to the accountability, certainly in my job, is that it's almost the reporting, it's the proof of your actions, mm. or the proof that you haven't been able to do something. So the accountability is people will say to me, I need to tell you that I've done this, or if I haven't done it, explain why I have to be accountable for my successes and my failures. Mm. Because I think it's very easy with accountability to go, I didn't go for a run. Well, for it to be, yeah, too, too, back, back to elastic, too elastic yeah. in terms of its use, yeah. and how you use it. Yeah. Yeah. So otherwise it's just like, you've got to let me off because I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also we've talked before about accountability and how we use it because we've also talked quite met a few times about how you tell someone you're going to do something, yeah. which makes you feel like you've done it. There's a kind of sense of accountability to that, a weird kind of sense of accountability to yourself. It's a false accountability, I guess. Yeah. I've told, I've, I've said it out loud to someone, the idea that you've, you've done it already. Yes. It's a false accountability, isn't it? We had this discussion There's, there's nothing backing that up. No. Like and you said, you, you haven't done it. <laughs> but the, the danger is, is that you get praise for an intention. Yeah. I think we've discussed this before. It's like, I'm going to join the gym and go three times a week. And people mm. go, well done. That's great. If you never go, mm. you've already got that validation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think a number of people have continual full starts. You know, I'm going to start that diet. I'm going to start the gym. I'm determined to do this. Mm. And I think we've discussed it before. I think there's a lot to be said about maybe sharing one or two things with one or two individuals mm. and then rather than the pronouncement of what you're about to do I think the pronouncement is what you have done so for the last three months I haven't missed a gym session mm. is a lot more powerful than yeah I won't miss a gym session for the next three months yeah yeah it's on the Tallahassee de Democrat I don't even know how I got onto it but sometimes accountability will pretend to be motivation it's a sneaky little trick that convinces many of us that to achieve uh, success in our goals we just need someone else to come and check to make sure we did what we said we would. Mm -hmm. The ruse works for a while because the accountability does add an element of urgency and excitement, most because we don't want to feel the shame or regret when we haven't followed through. But eventually the novelty wears off and we don't care as much about meeting the approval of others. Uh, then the gig is up, accountability's true identity is revealed and we're left with the realisation that to keep making progress, we have to look away from others and towards ourselves. So it was a nice paragraph. It's a great paragraph. And yeah, no, it's <laughs> end of. It's a mm. great paragraph. Mm. It sounds obvious, of course, but it's not always because I think we, I think the shame and regret is that thing, isn't it? It makes you kind of, makes you bullshit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you can bullshit others and you can, yeah. you know, if a client says to me, I really was going to do X, Y, and Z, but you know how it is. And the kids had this mm -hmm. or work did that. I think just taking a step back, the quick chat we had beforehand is that I have a, I think I have a belief at the moment, and especially from this weekend, I, I, life does feel different. In mm. well, society feels different. It feels I don't, I can't put my finger on it. It's almost like we're not allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed to touch anything, yeah. No, even if you wash your hands, you can't touch anything. No, mm. it's almost there's a sort of vigor and life and soul that going round at the weekend just felt quite. It didn't feel like it should do. Yeah. In the middle of summer at a seaside resort. Well, I don't even think it's that kind of the full start we've had, like with you know, because 
one of the reasons I didn't want to come on the weekend is because mm. it was going to be un- the unlock weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. And all the hoo-ha that was around that. And just thought the last place I want to be is just not necessarily anything to do with coach, just mm. a-, a town full of people who are just trying to make up for 18 months of yeah. of lost drinking time. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, I just don't want to be in that. That's more of the, the main reasons. Not that I didn't want to hang out with you guys. That's, yeah. uh, but And it's not a case of, oh, it's been delayed. And I don't think it's even been delayed and it's kind of, there's that disappointment now. I think maybe it's just where well, everyone's just had that one kick in the balls too many. Mm. It's kind of a lackluster kind of, I feel quite flat in terms of, I don't know, I, so I, I, I'm struggling with motivation more than accountability. Yeah. You know? I think everything, the, one of the expressions I used over the weekend is everything has a caveat. Everything in life now is has a but. And one of the things that happened on therapy in the last couple of weeks, and I think this is valuable, is that what I'm trying to do or what I've been encouraged to do is to change but to and. It's when you use but to almost devalue your first sentence. Mm. Like... Is that a lack of self-confidence or is that a lack of conviction or all, all of those things? Yeah, and it's, it's you say a sentence or you say half a sentence and the but is almost sort of, as I say, devaluing that first part of the sentence. There was something on the news, so Ibiza was, has been opened up, mm, hasn't it? yeah. Ibiza is opening up, but all the nightclubs have said there will be extra hygiene facilities. Yeah. But, so the but is like, they'll be opening up, but... You've got to accept that it might be slightly different than what you'd expect. But if it's, Ibiza is now opening up and all the nightclubs are putting in extra hygiene, it's like, oh, that's good. They're opening up Mm. and they're putting extra hygiene. If it's, they're opening up, but it's like, oh... So yeah, what okay. do you mean? Well, I'm this gonna is have the to... language thing that we've talked, yeah. always talk about, isn't it? Just yeah. a word can change the yeah. whole. I beat the nightclubs opening up, positive, but they're putting in extra hygiene. So it's like they're opening up, but like, mm. you know, you're going to have to mm. do all these extra things, which might be a pain in the ass. Okay, yeah. Whereas... The so nightclubs we, we be... in Ibiza are opening up and they're putting in extra hygiene yeah. to protect you. So is that just a laziness? Is that a laziness or is that... A genuine kind of, I can't, you know, almost like a trade trading standards. I, I can't make a statement quite so bold because I've got to cover myself. With, yes. You know, and I think it's that, not as good. It's literally not as good as I'm making it sound. Yeah. Or it's not even, you know, arguably newsworthy. Well, well here's one. I'm absolutely determined to train three times this week, but work is very busy. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. here's my excuse. Yeah. That, I'm that, determined that the to, to is train that, totally... three times this week and work is very busy. So that becomes the second one. Um, becomes despite working very busy yeah and work is very busy yeah, or, yeah and also so but, i'm going to do both the second one saying i'm going to train and work is but very also busy. if you're talking about training it really it doesn't matter whether work's busy or not yeah it, it's almost you're only you're, you're starting to bring that in yeah i know there's a difference between but and and but almost what's the relevance of if you've been busy yeah it's a bit like the coral and sponge analogy <laughs> so what i wanted to say i just wanted to to give we were saying a couple of weeks ago about getting back to the physical fitness and not necessarily giving takeaways. But Mm, mm. this is just, I think this might just have, it might just resonate with some people who are going to go, actually, yeah, I'm in this position. So this is what I want to describe. Obviously, I have a whole range of clients and they have different things going on in their lives. And there are some people that are going to have restrictions, whether it can be work or children or other things. And I know I'm in a privileged position exercise-wise that I've got a gym, I can exercise every day, I've got a flexible job. Hmm. And so for me to come and go to somebody, right, I know you're 
a 35 year old mother with a full-time job and three kids under eight yeah. but you should be exercising yeah, pull more. your finger out yeah mm. and that that isn't necessarily going to be that easy yeah but it comes back to something you said quite a few pods ago there's the same number of hours in the day for everybody yeah and it's how you choose to use them and what i'm finding is a very big division i've trained three people today whose motivation has been off the scale so each of the three one is traveling two hour round trip twice a week to train with me yeah that that is a big commitment yeah the second person wasn't i had to cancel their session and they basically said you know i've got to come and train with you can you Mm -hmm. fit me in here and as soon as i got that text i changed something else to ensure that person Mm -hmm. because obviously their motivation was high Mm. And the third person just came and just went, I'm going to do this. I'm going to smash that. This is the start. And like such an enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is that there's a very big split between people who are going, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it for myself. I don't even need to be accountable to you. I'm telling you, this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And that for me is a massive difference from someone going, can you set me some goals? Mm. Or what should I be doing? Yeah. Or what do you think? These people have all come. But one is this, one has said, is, this, is this on brand for these people? Just as a little bit of context or background. Is, it, is this a surprising move? It's on brand, but what's happened Or is it like today, another level? You know, is, is it's another level. Not, in, in terms it's of, another level. In terms yeah. of those individuals. The first person has come to me and said, I've been away this weekend. I've been talking about weights the whole weekend. I've been talking about okay. bone density. I've been talking. I'm going to look at mm. closing my window. So sort of intermittent fasting. I've been reading about it. Okay. That's how I'm going to get a calorie deficit. This is how much weight I'm going to lose. This is fantastic. Work me hard. And so mm. the accountability isn't going, can you just keep giving me a prod to make sure I do it? The person was telling me that that's their plan. And it They've also already sounds, initiated. I was going to say they're not just telling you the plan. Yeah, it started they're telling already. You what they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I've just driven done. an hour, and yeah. I'm going to yeah. work out, yeah. and then I'm going to drive another hour. Yeah, and that person, it wasn't. And I'm not putting this on an Insta story to go look at me. It's like I'm telling you, mm. as mm. my coach, this is where I'm at. The second person said to me, "I'm going to lose five pounds before a wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do ten thousand steps every day. Yeah. I'm going to get in control of my food." And I'm not going to miss this session because this session is the catalyst. That was the exact word she used. Yeah. This session is the catalyst for the rest of my week. Yeah. She doesn't need me to motivate herself. She's going to be a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Me going, you need to lose four pounds, has nothing yeah. in terms of influence as being seen on wedding photos yeah. wanting to lose four pounds. Yeah, right. She doesn't need me to event a motivation. Mm-hmm. She wants to look at... And the third person, which I, was, I haven't said the other two by name, but the third one was Wayne. And he came back and said, I've been drinking all weekend. I've been eating kebabs. I feel so I, strong. I felt so good. I'm going to carry on drinking and eating kebabs. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I'll lose weight? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and it was, he was all, the, the language he was using was saying, having gone away with the weekend with the lads, I wasn't getting teased. And, but he's been working really hard though yeah hasn't he? but he kept saying i feel strong he he would still like to lose weight but i'm feeling strong i felt good i felt good all weekend and, yeah, yeah yeah good and so those three people in a way have summed up for me they've encapsulated motivation and accountability their motivation is one of them wants to look good mm. full stop yeah one of them wants to look good for a wedding yeah and one of them has decided that being strong is good mm. and they've achieved that but if they then lose a bit of weight, 
that's going to be the the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah, yeah. So that's they've all got their individual motivations. They don't need me. Mm. I can't motivate them enough. Yeah. In some ways, and I don't think my role is to motivate. My role around accountability is to go. You told me this a week ago. Mm. How's it going? Yeah. Or you told me to drop you a line just to check that you have done ten thousand steps every day so the accountability is then coming back to me and going actually i've only done eight but you've reminded me i'm going to be accountable but it has to be exactly as you said accountable to yourself yeah they can't have me as some sort of yeah vicarious you know but that happens a lot doesn't it you are used as that yes i guess leaving the stuff a lot of stuff at your door as if you're going to take that on as a personal challenge yeah and kind of change turn their life around yes and it's like, well, you, you can play your part, but that's not, you know, you can't go and pick them up from their house and no. bring them to your gym. And it goes back to you that. You can't parag- put the weights in their hands. That's the not the paragraph you said was about accountability and motivation mm. has to come from yourself. And it's the same that we've discussed with things on mental health around addiction. I know from my addictions, every single person in the world who they didn't know at the time, but if they had known at the time, gone, for God's sake, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. It isn't sensible. Mm. You should stop doing it. This isn't going to be good in the long run. You're, you know, Mm. going to destroy yourself if you keep doing this. Mm. But it was only when I got to a position of making that decision that I was going to stop my addiction. It doesn't matter what anybody... You can use other people there as support and other people can say, I'm going to help you by doing this, this and Mm. this. Yeah, and all the reasons why you're doing it are there. Yeah. That they're a matter of fact, you can't change them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't go back and rewrite or reprogram yourself or whatever it is can you no because i knew when i was had an yeah. addiction no we all do I knew all we? the effects it was having on me and uh, but i think because we know and we're embarrassed that kind of shame and then get or whatever we have those because we know mm. we wouldn't try and convince ourselves or others bullshit ourselves or others if we didn't know yeah. what we should be doing yes if we're totally oblivious to it or you know ignorant of that you know don't, don't have the knowledge or the education yeah we just we wouldn't even say anything would we if someone comes to me and said i'm eating three packets of biscuit a day is that bad for me in terms of weight loss Mm. i could go yeah that's two thousand calories or four thousand calories if you're in calories surplus you will put on weight and if they go oh great now i know i won't eat biscuits (laughs) but if someone knows that and has trained with me and then comes i've put on four pounds and what have you been doing i've been eating biscuits my motivation the motivational speech i can give is like don't eat biscuits. Mm. I can't. I can't inspire somebody. Yeah, that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not, not Martin <laughs> Luther King. It's like <laughs> the famous "Don't eat bis- biscuits" yes, speech yeah. of twenty twenty one. But do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> this person knows we can mm. put in strategies together. Mm. We can mm. have a discussion about. But the motivation for people training with me is to get to fit and healthy, to live li- their life longer, yeah, yeah. to live their life better. Mm. There's nothing I can say motivationally that is going to be any higher than mm. if you do this, you won't die as quickly and the intervening years won't hurt as much. You know, the biggest motivation has got to be. Yeah. And the same way of giving up an addiction, me going you shouldn't continue to do this. The biggest motivation should know that if you carry on some addictions, you'll die. Mm-hmm. There can't be a bigger motivation than that. No. And as long as you've been told that cigarettes or drugs or drink yeah. will kill you, yeah. and I think people can be supportive. I'm not knocking that. People yeah, yeah. can... Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, support or ask or inquire yeah. or, or give little hints or tips and go, yeah. I've heard this. But the and... nucleus has to be yeah. in your own. And that's what you right? said in that first paragraph. Mm. It, it does come down to you. Mm-hmm. But the second point I wanted to make is those three examples today were were 
all people I was going to train yesterday who I've trained today and they've they've just been so fired up. I think the difficulty is, I think people who aren't in that position for whatever reason, I think going back to our first bit is that the current society's current stupor is having an effect on people in terms of their own personal motivation because it's there's a general you use the word lackluster mm-hmm. i think it's become easy to i haven't gone into work for 18 months going into work is giving me anxiety i that's easy but i know what you mean because I, I feel i'm in that group sorry what did i say i forgot what i said no you just said it's, it's easy to i guess get into that kind of mindset I guess whatever you, you didn't say that but I think it's a habit. And I, just said I, it, I know when I was unemployed, I, know, I, know I did a lot less when I was unemployed than when I'm working. I don't mean in terms of work, but in terms of yeah, activity. No, absolutely right. It's okay relaxing, not doing anything, but that, that becomes... Um, the norm? Yeah. And I, I think that's what's... That I becomes personally the, think, it, it, maybe it's a comfort thing, but yeah, I mean, there's the kind of element about, you know, busyness kind of breeds busyness yeah. or... Yeah. Well, the thing I was going to say is that when you get used to... And I'm not knocking this like, Loads of people listening to this who like work the whole way through lockdown. I'm not going, everyone's become lazy because yeah, of lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the activities that we used to do, whether it was going to the theatre, going to the mm. cinema, going to a football match, have been taken out. Mm. So we don't go to things anymore. No, you're right. We go walking, but we don't go to activities. I went to a barbecue on Saturday night. I was exhausted afterwards. <laughs> Absolutely beaten. Just yeah. like, I mean, I wasn't massively sociable, but no. the, whole- <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole thing, it was, I was done. Yeah. Even just kind of the energy of being with other people is actually quite yeah. really dramatic. But that's how I felt. It's just, you, well, know, you get out of practice, don't you? You get out you, the muscle memory of A lot of, of people are things. saying to me, I don't really want to be around people quite so much. Or no. I don't really want to. You know, the, the, you, it's, it's like not driving for six months. You get in the yeah. car and you just, you know, you're driving like you've only just, stu- you know, everyone's have to learn again. The muscle yeah. memory is a really big part of that. Confidence is a big part of that. Yes. But I'm feeling that, definitely. But what I'm feeling in terms of, motivation and accountability is that some of my clients I feel are finding it difficult to engage because I think they're finding their ability to invest in themselves tends to almost be refined into a tiny tiny window so it's I'm going to work out with Mark for this hour because that's what I do Mm. and then once that's done that's done for the week Mm. and I can cross that off because my life because of a whole number of things is is very compartmentalized we yeah. don't have the freedom we don't have like i can go wherever i want i can do whatever i want it's like i'm going to do that on this day yeah and but- i think what's happening with with a number of people is that the mindset from society is that everything is controlled and everything is you will do this and if you are going to do this, you've got to you know, be vaccinated or you've got to have a test or you've got to do blah, 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 blah. Have we forgotten what it's like to take control of our own lives? Yes, in the same way that we've forgotten in some ways to take control of our own health. And we're seeing more and more yes. things on social media going like the government have let me down or the government should have told me this. Or mm. So the point I'm making is that I think when people have got a, a small window of opportunity for exercise, mm. if that window gets shut through something being cancelled or something else coming up, it's almost like, I'll revisit that next week. Yeah. The, our sort of flexibility of thinking mm. on the spur of the moment. It's like, well, no, no, my life is very, very controlled. I can't suddenly find another hour just mm. like that. What I don't get is if I say to someone, I'm having to cancel your session, I don't get them going, can you let me know what dates are free? I'm getting, thanks for letting me know. See you next week. 
And I think, and, and that isn't always because it's their personal decision. Some people are ringing me up and going, I'm having to cancel because my child has been sent home from school and there's childcare. Yeah. So I'm totally not going, you're trying to get out of exercise, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But society as a whole, for some people, is going, you got to look after your kid. You're then going to have to sacrifice your exercise. Yeah. But would there be a way maybe 18 months ago of saying, I'm going to ask someone to look after my kid mm-hmm. and I'll yeah. exercise. And then they're going, well, no, I can't because they're sent home from school. Yeah. Although they're perfectly healthy, someone that they were near mm. might have COVID. Therefore, I can't bring in a babysitter to look after my child because yeah. they're isolating. Yeah. And that's I not d- fair on the childcare. And it doesn't sound dramatic. There's such an overhead to those things, isn't there? Yeah. That is just actually really kind of hard to deal with. Mm. And process. And it's easier just to go, sorry, I can't come. Yeah. It's easier just to not do the other thing because yeah. it's just, it's taken up too much, too much of everything. But two years ago, if your child had been sent home from school and you had an hour that you wanted to go and exercise and you would say yeah. to your mother, your sister, your next door neighbor, yeah. can you do childcare? That's what used to happen. You would yeah, look yeah, after, yeah. or the child would go around someone else's house and play. Yeah. And now this whole thing, mm-hmm. the child can't leave the, the yeah. house. I can't leave the house. I can't talk. Mm-hmm. And I think people are just so scared. It's exactly what you're saying. It's almost like, fuck it, I'll just, yeah. I'll do as I'm told yeah. because it's, I don't really have an alternative. I can't mm-hmm. ask someone to do childcare yeah. just in case. And I think that the damaging thing for me is that once that habit gets broken mm-hmm. and you get out of the habit of exercise, yeah. And that's why I think there's this great, such a great division that the people who are going, I'm absolutely going to smash this. And we discussed this at the beginning of lockdown. People used to say, what would you love to have? I'd love to have enough time that I could exercise three times a week. (laughs) You're on furlough for six months. What have you done? Nothing. Mm. It's only you that can really provide that motivation Mm. to yourself. But I'm really worried that people are getting out of the habit. Yeah, I think so. It's just too awkward now. Yeah. I've given up my gym membership. I used to go to an external gym. Right. Just don't want the hassle. I don't know if you can use the showers there oh, still. Yeah, it's, it's, I it's don't compli- know. Yeah. The little things have become big barriers. Yeah. That's yeah, the best way of trying to put it. Like like a lot of things in life, when you break them down to the individual components, you go, well, but now I'm looking at that in a in a more kind of isolated, concentrated light. That looks so, tri- it sounds so trivial. Mm. But they're massive, aren't they? Mm. Just the amount of time it takes to process it, personally, to do something about it, to... I'm going to add it on here, but I've I got on the scales this morning. I haven't got on this because we were talking about this yeah. the way when you, yeah. said, you actually asked me, "Have you been on the scales?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. And it's that thing where you know what you know what it's going to be, but you don't want to look. Yeah. And I just thought I've just got to do something. I've got to do something. Hmm. So I've got to do something. Okay. <laughs> it's, and this is all kind of very apt. I will be around I, I'm, tomorrow I'm feeling morning. beaten and broken and that kind of. But you know, I, you know, I'm turning up to those, which, which is that's all very good. But we all know it's not just those two hours a week I have with you. Yeah. I'm finding plenty of reasons not to, plenty yeah. of barriers. Yeah. And you know what? Some of those barriers are actually more effort to put in the way yeah. of what I'm trying to do yeah. than to not. Yes. I totally know that. And, I'm, and I, and it dry, it really, it, it upsets me that does that I'm, I'm, I don't, well, actually, I can't sit here and go, I haven't got time. I haven't got this. I haven't got that mm. because I've got plenty of time to put barriers in the way to yeah. stop me doing what yeah. I know I need to do. And sometimes I can't quite get myself out of that. No. So, you know, I can come and train with you, but it's, it's, it's the bits when I'm not with you Yeah, that I need to really, the, really knuckle. And that isn't just another hour or another hour or two. It is almost every, every hour. Yeah. It's having a word my, with yourself. So yeah. Yeah. Thinking about food just depresses me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not massively interested. I find it such an overhead. There's plenty yeah. of other things I'd rather do. Yeah. But not just facing that head on is, is a problem. Mm. 
once I get that right, everything else should be fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is an effort. Well, th- this... uh, you know, that kind of resistance to it is an effort. Yeah. And I know full well, that's what kind of just so annoyed myself even saying it, that making the, the effort to make it right will make less effort for me. Yes. Yeah. Give you an easier life. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not. Why am I? It's just like why am I not doing it? I hope you know. I think other people will feel like that. Sometimes there's no rational reason why. Yeah, and this isn't you a blame fucking, thing. You this, know this it is. is. You just know it life. deep down. You just kind of. I'm just in a the habit funk. <laughs> there's lots of habits stacking, but they're not the habits I want. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've got more. Talking about stack, the stacks are actually quite high. I, they don't need to be that high. Mm. They're full of habits that I've just put in the way. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, saying it out loud, it just doesn't make any sense to me. No. Because if I was listening to myself, I'd just go, just snap out of it. Just stop doing it. Sometimes I say to people, it's just like a switch. Just rather than doing that, just don't do that. It's, yeah. it's quite a binary decision. <laughs> we have all the evidence. When I was binge eating recently, I've been, I think I've probably said on this, but I was binge eating like badly, <laughs> as if there's yeah. a good binge eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Double deckers and hula hoops. That isn't bad. <laughs> um, I haven't binged eaten before. And when I was doing it, there's no way you can have, I don't know, six chocolate bars and nine packets of crisps and go that there's anything good about this or it's going to mm-hmm. to help me and so all the logic went out the window yeah and it's no good going have a word with yourself you, you yeah, have to three, work and three bars the... in thinking about your fourth yeah you know yeah you, you don't you know you don't finish nine how many bars was it you don't finish nine bars and go what the hell just happened there yeah, yeah. oh yeah. everyone is a choice <laughs> yeah, but, exactly yeah. but i was in that position and the rational choices go out and I think what I was saying about how society is and, and the, the peppering we're getting from the mainstream media is some bad decisions. I was just looking at something when I was in the hotel. I hadn't realized because I don't really watch TV. Adverts are just basically eat stuff. Mm. That, that, oh, yeah. Just keep eating. Eat stuff and buy, and buy technology. Yeah. That, that, that encourages you to do it apart from your Pelotons and stuff like that. But even so, that's not... That's not mm. go out and see the world get on a bike. Mm. That's stick a really expensive bit of kit in the corner of your yeah. penthouse apartment and never fucking touch it again. Right? But, but food is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just seeing sometimes we went shopping to get a couple of things over the weekend and it's like there are a, a whole aisle on soft drinks. There's a whole aisle on crisps. There's a whole aisle on chocolate. Mm. And it's. I suddenly realized it's just when we were away this weekend, we did not have what I call, we had sort of one, but not really. We didn't have a proper meal. We had mm. cooked breakfast. I couldn't face the sausages because I didn't know what they were made from. <laughs> I, it was hard to tell. Um, and the rest was snacks and Greg's. I was eating something from Greg's and I'm thinking, this, well, this isn't I think it... <laughs> food. It's, it's just, it was just moisture inside a case of cardboard. It was... I'm sure this is Greg's, not Yeah, Smith's. it's the moist cardboard <laughs> patty. <laughs> yeah. eating a piece of stationery or something <laughs> I mean, what crazy in the cookery section. <laughs> yeah. No, but I didn't eat properly. But the level of food that I did eat was appalling. It was mm. it mm. was barely food, some of it. <laughs> and it's like it's too easy just to do mm. that. If I'm mm. falling into that as a PT and mm. all my nutritional, then I'm not criticizing people that are in that position. No, I'm just course, saying, yeah. I think life is just sort of forcing us into that corner quite often. Mm. It's quite mm. a hard corner to break out of at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I think so. I think we go back to our little small steps. I think mm. I have a voice inside my head. I, I talk to myself. I hear my voice. I speak. When I'm making bad decisions, my voice tells me to do it. Sometimes when I'm having a word with myself. Mm. And one of the things I got in therapy is it said, you can change the tone of that voice. Mm. Because that voice is controlled by 
your brain. Mm. So I will talk to myself or I will hear something being said. But the the way you speak, it's like changing a font, isn't it? You can, mm. you can have the same words in different fonts and they appear different. If you have them in Comic <laughs> Sans, you get cross and... <laughs> And so that voice can can maybe be mm, a good way of putting it. sort of more helpful or more empathetic or more understanding. Instead of going, you prick for having four double deckers. Mm. It's like, okay, you don't feel good about that. Let's have a you know, let's almost have a discussion with ourselves. Yeah. And I know this sounds really simplistic, but I think But, the, but that's the frustrating thing, it is. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I this is helping like, a lot say, of people. Yeah, I say like all the mental health podcasts I hate. <laughs> yeah. Just snap out of it. <laughs> turn that frown upside down. You know what I mean? It, but it is. The, the, the step is simple, but we're complicated creatures and there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff behind that, that decision. Yeah, I th- I it's think, too simplistic to say, just stop it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But I think it's in that moment, like, that's a good tip to change the tone of voice. Yes. In that moment when you are literally on the, shall I buy that thing that I shouldn't buy to eat? Yeah. Or got a, I've got time to go out for a bike ride and I'm thinking of every reason why I should not go out, <laughs> right? It's in that moment. I think that's why Mel Robbins introduces the 54321 because she just allows you to kind of yeah. stop, take and just maybe is having, having a word with yourself and just changing the the pace of your thinking or whatever it is breaking out of what the i guess the bad habit mm. um i keep referencing that maybe i need to bring that in and, and do I've, I've thrown that in a few handful of times about mel robbins and the five or three two yeah. one and yeah what i need to do is probably give that 10 minutes and yeah. and, and and talk to people about it but i think in, in for me it's in, in that moment is breaking that habit mm. so the association's still there but it's a different action the reason you don't is because there's a need. There's a need, some whatever that need is. Yes. So that's comfort You're fulfilling or, a need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Or, or you know, um, self punishment and yes, whatever the reason is. What do we replace that with? It's easy to go when you're not drinking. Go have a drink that looks like a, an alcoholic mm. drink. Mm. Doesn't make anyone in the pub or your mates ask questions, mm. and you feel you know. But if you need alcohol to get through the night, yeah. it doesn't. I mean, well, that's why vaping works because it's still the action of smoking, but yeah. without. You know, the, Although loads of it does have nicotine in it, yeah, doesn't it? So you know, yeah, but it's, you know. I physically hear the voice in my head and I can alter. And I think, I guess the sort of takeaway for me is if I text somebody and go, I'm really sorry I'm having to cancel today. If the voice goes, your session's cancelled, you're not training this week. If that's what your voice tells you. If your voice was more empathetic and understanding, it might go, if you're not going to do that, maybe we'll go on a half, half hour run. Mm. Or maybe it'll go, could you text Mark and see if he could fit you in for a 40 minute session because you're time poor at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. But I think because stuff is too much hassle, it's easy for your voice to go, right, that's cancelled. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah. Instead of saying, well, exactly. let's look for an and. My session's cancelled and mm. I still could do something. Yeah. When I was in the hotel, when we were away, I suddenly realised that staying in the hotel was a different experience. And although the hotel was very good, Everything was different. Mm. So there was no teas and coffees. And the remote control was in a sterilised bag. (laughs) The rest of the room wasn't in a sterilised bag. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't put you in a sterilised bag. And I didn't lick it as normal. (laughs) (laughs) And there was things like the room wasn't clean between the two nights because of COVID. And I'm thinking, but it was cleaned when I left. So wouldn't it be better to have cleaned it? Or Mm. is that because they don't want to put the person cleaning the rooms at risk yeah. but yeah. she was going in the following day anyway and wouldn't it be better yeah, yeah, if i yeah. <laughs> had clean towels and yeah. everything became quite um mm. 
Well, I think that's the, ad, the level of admin. Yes. In all of these ordinarily simple, simple day, you know, daily tasks. Yeah. Just grown out of all proportion, isn't it? Yeah. So it's easier just to to be resigned to things. I think. Yeah. I think that's. So that's, we've got more. To, we take... have got more time, but we've got no time because of all the extra admin. Yeah. I think that's my takeaway: is the resignation. Maybe the voice in your head. If someone is saying your op- your usual opportunity for exercise has been taken away, mm. I wonder whether the voice in your head could go. So how am I going to replace it? Mm. Rather than I'm just accepting that. Mm. I think that's and the three people I spoke about today, they've basically said, I'm going to find an opportunity to train. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's a different day or a different time or mm. I'm. I'm determined to train. Mm. So the voice in their head is like, gone, you find a way to do it. Yeah. Rather than accept that for this week you've missed it. I like the fact we're just embracing voices in our heads. <laughs> That's a great thing. You know all those voices in your head? Don't worry about them. <laughs> Why just have a chat with them? Have a sit down and a cup of tea and uh, yeah, discuss, discuss the, their tone. What I have got for you, Mark, is life hacks. Okay. I bought some back. I decided to bring them back. Good. That's the voice in my head. Overriding. What's <laughs> the script you were reading that I wrote for you? Uh, muffin to see here. Use a muffin tin to serve condiments at a barbecue. Okay. It's quite a good idea because then you'll, you'll cut down on washing up. Life hack part two. What, have you got an addition to the, my, my muffin to see here? Okay. Yeah. There's more, to, there's more than muffin to see here. Use muffin tins to bake Yorkshire puddings. Everyone does that, Mark. Oh. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> what else would you use? Do you have a special one? <laughs> Good point. I love it, though. That wasn't as impressive as I thought. Okay, carry on. Uh, BLT or not to be. Uh, if you don't have... You love this one? <laughs> if you don't have a toasty maker... But have a toaster with wide enough slots. Yeah. Put two pieces of bread into the single slot and then toast it. Yeah. And then you have two pieces of bread, each with a, a toasty outside, a crust, yeah. you know, nice toast yeah. out, and a soft inner. Yeah. Then if you put the inside, you can put your BRT and you get like a toasty. Good, right? Yeah. I know you'd love it. <laughs> I know you'd love it. Just waiting for that face. Nutty advice. Rub a walnut on damaged wooden furniture to cover up the dings. Yeah. <sighs> tell you what. It's award-winning stuff, this, isn't it? Pure gold. Mm. Rubber walnut. A walnut, yeah. On Not... anything? What did I say? Did On I a just wooden say... device? <laughs> yeah. You so said got... device. Did... did you say device? No, you weren't even listening to me, Mark. If I've got a scar on my leg, you don't rub a walnut on it and it'll disappear. It's not what I said, was it? I thought you said on a wooden device. <laughs> no, on wooden like furniture. Wooden furniture. So like a pine furniture. Wooden furniture. Do you want to go through all the woods? <laughs> just... <laughs> just to can't see the trees yeah anyway no. try it and be amazed if i had a walnut here i would i would i would i would rub a it shelled off. walnut i guess oh jesus christ yes okay we don't eat a shelled walnut do you an Either. unshelled walnut jesus christ that's three times you said that <laughs> people are going to be leaving what because i said the lord's name in vain are you tattoos? You got any tattoos while you were away? <laughs> <laughs> it's still ongoing. Are you going to do it? I was thinking about it the other day. Do you know what I kind of? You know what I kind of said they, they wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to carry it off, and not because they wouldn't look good on you. I think yeah. just your personality. Yeah. Wouldn't carry it along. Okay. You've almost got to go full bore. 
I don't think you can go halfway house. No, 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 I can't. It's got to be like... I wasn't thinking like just a, you know, a, dolph- fa- a face. Dolphin. <laughs> yeah, and a cross and a tear. <laughs> yeah. Three tears from but the But I think you'd have to go... Bullseye. Full bore. Either double sleeve, cross the chest, cross the back. Quad, I was thinking. Quad up to hip. But you see, I want religious imagery. That's what I mean. But I think it's got, like, it's got to be like... Fat off Virgin Mary. Yeah, but it's got to be like Da Vinci levels of detail. Yeah. It's got to be intricate works of art. Yeah, you're going to have to go Sistine Chapel weeks on of, my leg. <laughs> yeah. I think it needs to be better than that. I don't think that's very good. I think it needs to be absolutely on the money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think you'd probably do it. But not 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 like color, full color. I want some color. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, some color but not like full. No. Someone I mean, was picking up your craning skills of the weekend. Who? Someone. I haven't been on the crayons in years. Someone so. said you like good at Drawing. It's probably Russ because he's always he always talks about crayons. Okay, but that's your background, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Maybe you could design my tattoo. No, I wouldn't want the job. Is that like the, doing um wedding wedding invites? <laughs> <laughs> Old reference. Well, yes and no. I wouldn't do that. No. No. The original Coca Cola had three point five grams of cocaine in each bottle. What's this got to do with anything? I don't know. Just going through stuff. Uh, right, I'll wrap up. I just think that uh, Sancho's going to United for 73 million. News just in. It's a good price. Mm, I thought it'd be more than that. Well, if Harry Kane's worth 100 million, then Sancho's got to be worth about yeah. 250 million. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, before we came before we came on air, uh, NHS plans booster jab for those 50 and over before winter. The third jab. Oh, is, is that because Pfizer have done some research and said we need a third jab? Yeah, I, I don't know about, um, I didn't read anything about Pfizer, didn't mention any brands. But as I said, we'll need to ensure yeah. protection against flu as well as maintaining a protection against COVID. They reckon it's going to be Professor Jonathan Van Tam. Yeah. We want to be on the front foot of COVID. Have a look at his, some of his funding. To keep the, okay, probability of uh, loss of vaccine protection due to waning immunity or variants as though as possible they also said is going to be you know flu is going to make a massive reset well they've suddenly made a prediction that it's going to be the worst flu season ever it's just more reasons to um be cheerful that's it for this episode well don't forget this fine thanks for listening to us give us a follow on instagram at i'm finecast and um email us if you like and give us a review on apple if you like yeah. um in the next episode i'm gonna have to roll all the smells the smell and the sense is very interesting yeah. very very interesting yes we could cover my new uh fitness regime <laughs> yeah we could have an update and also i want to bring back in the uh the 68 as well i think i just need a total overhaul you do of my diary yeah yeah so you're going to be a guinea pig for i'd like to be a guinea pig and brain have some, mind and yeah body. and you know be very open about what where i'm at and where i'm going and then okay. we can kind of keep putting that Exciting. in as a regular thing yeah what do you think yeah it's good cool because I got on the scale, got some of those fancy scales that talk to you. Mm. And I got on and said... No mm. coach parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> right. Uh, we done? Yeah. Right. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see Bye. you. Bye.